Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, May 9th, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Alliance Hour, hosted by Rebel DeFi with Orbital Command. Let's take a listen. Hey everybody, Rebel DeFi on the Orbital Command account here. We've got MB up the co-host as well. 0719, good man. I was checking out your Galactic Punk earlier. Very nice, sir. Good black trader in the house as well. And who else do we have? Movie, maybe I said that right, and Beetlejuice. Good to see you all here. Um, hopefully we'll have a few more people joining in. We may well have some project leads coming in to talk about their alliance plans. We've got a bunch of things to discuss. MB, how are you doing this evening? Hey, Rebel, I'm doing great, thanks. Awesome. Yep. Oh, good. I saw, I saw a picture of you earlier on today. You were in a jacket, which is a bit surprising for an Aussie. Yeah, well, I wouldn't call Brisbane, Australia exactly cold, but yeah, when it comes, it sort of falls on you. And we're not used to it. So yeah, puffer jackets suddenly, <laughs> T-shirts yesterday, puffer jackets today. Absolutely. I, I, it's weird, actually. I'm in Japan just now, and I'm in Tokyo at the moment quite quite nice just don't really need a jacket but like just put a top on and it's, it's good um but i went up to the north island at the weekend and i didn't take a jacket and i definitely would have had a jacket with me um, so it's quite interesting how different areas in the same country can be quite quite different weather have you noticed um people in japan um using uh, crypto are there are there crypto exchange booths um like you see in some countries around the world at all um i'll be honest not that i've noticed i've i've got a few sort of japanese contacts so maybe i will ask them about that sort of thing there's there's a big um a guy who used to be associated with orbital command known as atlas talisman he's now based in japan doing some sort of nft metaverse real life experience um so that i'm hoping to sort of connect with him i think they've got like a whole maybe it's a hotel building they've, they've basically got a building that they're kind of turning into something like uh an installation so cross between yeah real life art nft art metaverse narrative um so i'm, I'm quite excited to see what sort of story I heard about there. that too. Yeah, I heard about that too. It sounds fantastic, and it is an old hotel in which they've, you know, renovated and turned into a you know, very innovative creative space that artists can come in. And um, yeah, it's it's got a, a strong Web three feel to it all. Yeah, it's quite 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 cool. 
Absolutely. So we're here for the Alliance Hour today. Just before we dive in, I'm sure many of you know I've also got, well, I work for TFM. So hopefully you're all aware of the updated NFT aggregator. We are now aggregating NFTs across Juno, Omniflex, Stargaze and Terra. So if you want to get your NFT fix on, TFM.com is the place to go in Cosmos. Um, what else is TFM doing related to, to Alliance uh, Rebel? I, I know you guys just are, are running really fast and and you know rolling out some great um, yeah, great apps and products for people to use um but yeah how how what are the plans as they relate to alliance if there are any well i mean there's also the other part or another part of tfm the ibc bridge which users have been or people have been using to send assets cross chain so for example if you want to send your amp luna over to megaloo that's something you can do on IBC Bridge. And um, there is going to be an update. I don't want to sort of say too much right now, but there will, there will be an update to that imminently and um, making it more powerful. So if you're interested in sending tokens cross chain, IBC Bridge is the is something worth looking at, I would say. Um, and, and I think as more chains roll out the Alliance module and have different assets available for cross-chain staking. Hopefully IBC Bridge will be able to help all these different app chains and help all the different users. Even though TFM doesn't have a token and you don't necessarily make money from using, you can certainly save money using TFM, but um, hopefully it, it will allow us to be able to sort of send our assets where we can get some really nice alliance yield. For sure, Rebel. I mean, yeah. And, and don't be shy about um, bringing up to your family any of these uh, alliance hour spaces because, um, yeah, look, everybody thinks TFM, well, I do anyway, thinks that TFM is doing a fantastic job and is integral to what's happening um, in this space, you know, especially related to you know, cross-chain staking and, and alliance. So, yeah, um, fantastic. Appreciate those kind words, sir. Yeah, so hopefully, I mean, uh, like the whole sort of interchain narrative that's taken off, I mean, literally, I would say, what, in the last six months, it's, it's just going so, so fast. And I don't think there's really many people just sticking to one ecosystem. Um, that I would say that's, I mean, I was certainly a Terra Maxi back in the day, and I'm sure there's quite a few of us on this call who are as well. But like that sort of, small-mindedness, shall we say, or that sort of patriotism or allegiance to just one specific chain. It just seems to be a sort of a dying breed because there's so much out there across the cosmos that I don't think, certainly in my opinion anyway, I don't think it's wise to, to stick too much just to one chain because there's, yeah, there's so much exciting stuff happening. Yeah, I mean, there seems to be a bit of a, a misconception throughout Cosmos that lunatics and, and people that were involved in, in Terra in the past really were only on Terra. And uh, obviously most of us who have been there were always using or, or buying tokens or investing in, in other chains as well. 
it's it's good. It will be good to see that misconception changed. I think it's happening now. Um, you've got no choice. Everybody's out there using doing cross-chain staking or, or exploring the other um, chains that have many of which have been set up by by people from Terra. So, yeah, that's a good thing to see anyway. Um, now, I know we are recording the space. Finn will be doing some sound editing. Just to let you know, Brad, there was some noise there. I don't know if that was the mic on your jacket or quite what was going on, but I think we're possibly making Finn's job harder for him. And it, it was interesting what you were saying there about people from Terra now sort of off doing something else. And one of those people being Hyperion. I mean, Prism's tweet thread yesterday I found really exciting. Do you want to sort of read, well, not necessarily read through it, but give a summary of that, or shall I do that? Why don't you do that, um, Rebel? I think you're, you're pretty experienced in with Prism, if I recall. I, I, yeah, I mean, hopefully we've all read that tweet, but I, I was really excited to, to sort of read what Hyperion was saying, and I'm, I'm not sure I fully understand all of it, but the way I understood it was he was talking about the alliance assets that will be able to be used on the Prism chain itself. So, I mean, the, the first bit of news there was just to confirm that Prism is going to install the alliance module, which is awesome. But then rather than just, and, and no, this is not meant to be disparaging at all of what White Whale have done. I mean, they are trailblazers with sort of starting off this cross-chain staking. Um, but at the moment, on Megaloo, there is the Amp Whale, sorry, the Amp Luna, and the B Luna that lunatics or anyone really can transfer some of these assets, liquid staking tokens, over to Megaloo and stake them to earn the whale rewards. Um, Hyperion from Prism was talking about LP tokens becoming alliance assets. So I think that's definitely something that excites me, but but not only an LP token that can be an alliance asset, it was the specific LP tokens that are going to be alliance assets. And the one he was talking about was Steeluna, which is the, the Luna liquid staking token, paired with P Luna. So essentially both sides of the LP are going to be I don't necessarily, well, P Luna is not yield generating, but value accretive. Both sides of the LP are going to go up in value um, against Luna or Atom, whatever it's exactly going to be over time. And I just think that's awesome. And then, so, so in a sense, both sides of your LP are going to go up in value. Hopefully, there'll be um, some sort of staking rewards for providing liquidity. And then on top of that, you can take the LP tokens and stake them into the Alliance module on Prism. So essentially four different ways to generate yield um, from playing on Prism. And, and that's what Prism was all about in the first iteration. Um, with the confetti as well, just being able to get, in a sense, more yield on our Luna. So I, th I think this is going to be super exciting. Yeah, kind of like a, a supercharged um, alliance asset in a way. And I wonder if, um, yeah, a lot of the, uh, a lot of people move uh, 
move across and start, um, yeah, um, playing with those Prism Alliance assets and uh, and how Amp Lunar and uh, Amp Whale, um, B Lunar, B Whale will um, will hold up with their with their yields against um, against the Prism yields. It'll be interesting to see. One hundred percent, and and I think what's what's really exciting for me is that back in the day when we were like splitting our Luna into P and Y Luna, I think many of us were kind of surprised slash shocked that Y Luna seemed to be so much more valued. I I, I really wasn't expecting that at all. But I think I think this giving P Luna value by being able to be paired with C Luna is going to make P Luna highly desirable. So I don't think it's going to go, it, it almost went, what, 70-30 in favour of Y Luna? And I don't think that's going to be happening quite as much this time. I think people will be quite happy to sell off their Y Luna to get more P Luna, which they can then pair with C Luna to stick into this LP, get some LP rewards, and then do some alliance staking on Prism, and, and like you said, it, I, don't, I don't necessarily know if it's, if it's worrying, but it's, it's, it's going to be really interesting to see how the other Luna LSTs hold up against this, because I can just see kind of like what happened with Prism previously, it's just Prism sucking in tons of liquidity, um, and not just sucking in liquidity from people staking with these other LST tokens, but maybe attracting liquidity into the cosmos, which is, is really exciting as well. Absolutely. Um, I was looking at the, the Migaloo um, ecosystem earlier and, and wondering what else is going to be launched there. And there's one that, um, app that jumps out that I don't know too much about called Black, Black Panther. And then I kind of recall it you know, maybe it's something to do with asset splitting as well, um, but then maybe I'm maybe I'm completely wrong. Um, I'm looking at the website for Black Panther now, and it seems to be a a vault strategy. Um, the reason that was interesting is I thought maybe if Black Panther is also doing yield um, um, splitting, asset splitting, um, then yeah, it might be some kind of competitive offering to to Prism as well, but. Um, yeah, look, I'm sure a lot more is going to be launched on Megaloo. It's, it's quite exciting with the developments happening over there. Absolutely. I, I, Black Panther, I've, I've got a feeling Black Trader is, is the anon behind that. Do you, do you have anything to say for yourself, Black Trader? A jest, of, of course, here, but I was just wondering if you wanted to come up and speak. Um, maybe, maybe not. B-Bands, good to see you here. Deebs, hey, Christy, good to see you. And Straylight as well. Um, we were actually talking. Um, MB and myself were talking to another L1 in Cosmos and trying to get them excited about the Alliance module. And whether, I mean, I don't know if we necessarily sold them on it yet, but it seemed like they hadn't done all that much research into it yet. So I think as more and more chains learn about Alliance, and see other chains implementing Alliance and seeing what it's doing for token prices and seeing what it's doing for liquidity, it is going to be a bit of a snowball effect because who doesn't want their token to do a 4X? Um, so 
yeah, hopefully, especially with the Prism announcement as well, hopefully we're going to start knocking down a few of these ducks and um, get some more I, alliance chains on the go. Yeah, I think part of the problem there, um, Rebel, and, and it came up in that um, call we just had with the founders of that chain, is that uh, there's, I don't know, a confusion, perhaps for one of a better word, about what alliance is um, um, and how it relates to ICS and um, you know, the hub security and mesh security. It, it seems that people are, are putting all three of them, you know, alliance in the same bag and comparing them as security solutions, um, which obviously alliance is not. And I think it would help a lot if, if the message went out there you know, in a bit more clearly that you know, alliance is all about economic growth. It's about cross-chain staking. It's about collaborations between chains drive growth and incentivize different user behaviors, whereas, of course, mesh security and interchain security are really all all about security. So if we could, as a community or or whoever, make it clearer to to everybody that alliance is is, is different from those those things, quite different. It's an apples and oranges situation. I think that would help. Um, What do you think? I, I liked the way you were describing it, and and maybe I've got a misconception, but it, I'm I'm sure I've read before that, or or my understanding previously was talking about how they're not mutually exclusive, but and maybe even that understanding was was a misconception. But I mean, I think they are mutually exclusive. Either you go for alliance, or well if you want to go for one of them anyway, you either go for alliance or you go for interchain security. It's my understanding you can't do both. Um, but like you said, they are different. So it really depends what the app chain wants. Um, do, you, do you want to go over the way you described it? Yeah, look, correct. Uh, I, I think we're, we're seeing things the same way. I mean, I, interchain security from Cosmos Hub is, is really for a chain that doesn't want the independence of their own validator set. And, you know, they choose to lease the security from a larger chain, which is Cosmos Hub, and, and they pay a share of the fees and rewards to, uh, to those to use their validators. Um, uh, mesh security from, you know, from Osmosis, on the other hand, is, is for probably for a chain that already has you know, an existing validator set and, and a pretty decent size chain too with a decent market cap. Um, however, they want to expand their security, um, you know, with with osmosis um, through bilateral agreements. Um, so, uh, you know, in terms of you know, alliance, of course, is is not about security, um, whereas their focus is. Um, the the thing that strikes me uh, is that look, while many chains in Cosmos may be considering. Um, you know, ICE interchange security with, with Cosmos Hub or perhaps mesh security with Osmosis, um, they shouldn't they should know that they that alliance really is something that they can still integrate, you know, as an SDK module um, and, and use immediately to start growing, you know, for economic growth on their chain, you know, through cross-chain collaborations and everything. So in that regard, it's not mutually exclusive. They can they sign up with uh, with Alliance now. They can start using it and benefiting from it. And that's I think that's that's an important message to get out there later on down the track. Once they find that Hub Security um, ICS is 
is proving to be something that's beneficial to other chains. Um, the jury is still out there, but it's very early days. Then sure, they might want to move in that direction. But in the meantime, get on board with Alliance now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and that's something we yeah we need to get the word out because once chains see, I mean that all all chains want liquidity. Like, so if you want more liquidity, don't worry about security. Worry about like getting people to bring liquidity to your chain. And the way you can do that is do something exciting with Alliance. So something exciting like White Whale have done. I mean, if, if White Whale hadn't, oh, Megaloo, um, if the guys at White Whale slash Megaloo hadn't done Alliance, do you think they would be kicking off as far as they are? I mean, like their token price popping off, community going nuts. Like, would that be happening without Alliance? Yeah, I mean, uh, for sure, hats off to the to the guys in the White Whale um, and Megaloo team. I mean, they they um, I think they saw the the direction um, that uh, Interchain Corporation um, was going way back when, and just decided Look, that is the future. That's where we're going, and they started building out the framework for that. You know, in the last year, when everybody or many other protocols were just trying to figure it all out. So, I mean, it's amazing. And um, obviously, Alliance has pulled that all together for them um, to make it happen. Um, it's a great achievement. Uh, it's obviously a, sh- a showcase for for Alliance, but um, also, um, you know, for their own um, far-sightedness. And, I mean, I know you've got your finger on the pulse of some other chains that are considering doing um, or implementing Alliance. I mean, we've already got Kujira that have installed the SDK. We've got Terra, Luna as well. I mean, are you aware of discussions about what Alliance assets they're considering? Not, not specifically, no. Um, and that's an interesting question. Um, you know, while these chains have, have, have either integrated um, the Alliance module, in some cases like Kajira, um, um, and others may be about to. Uh, it's probably going to come from the community. Um, yeah, the sort of the um, yeah the decision or, or the uh, the energy to to nominate a um, an asset to become an Alliance asset um, from that chain. So. Yeah, community-driven, I think, is going to be an important thing. And we've been discussing this internally in, inside Orbital Command, but how we can um, yeah, contribute to that, to raising those discussions on different chains in Cosmos. Um, feedback on that, Mike, again, I'll just mention that. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, there's, there's uh, what, 10, 12, 14 of us in this call. If anyone wants to sort of jump up and share your thoughts, about Alliance, um, not Pepe at the moment, Chubbs, um, unless they're thinking of installing the Alliance module anyway. Um, lost my train of thought thinking about Pepe and it going down. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to find out what, oh yeah, like, like on Terra, that was it, I've remembered now. I've remembered. Um, and it was uh, CN4719 again. We, we, the Galactic Punks, wanted to be trailblazers 
we saw what was in the Alliance Agora post, and it talked about NFTs being Alliance stakeable assets. And we thought we are going to be a first. Whether or not, if it had even gone to an on-chain vote, it would have passed or not. But the whole idea of having NFTs stakeable within the Alliance module, I thought was so exciting that we just rammed up this proposal to say, hey, Galactopunks should be stakeable. And then we were told, nah, NFTs cannot be used as Alliance assets yet. That'll be something that happens in the future. Um, Chubbs, I don't know, I've not got your PFP at the moment, but um, maybe that's a, a fault with my internet connection. How are you doing this evening? Good, brother. All good. How are you guys doing? We are doing well. Good to hear your voice and you're sounding happy. So that's all good. Thank you again for the recommendation. I took cash off the table. So right. like I'm in profit with a moon bag and I'm loving it. Beauty, bro. Beauty. I had a quick question just on the topic of what you guys are saying. Um, Cause I'm not like a giga brain or anything, but I seen like a, a uh, was it EC that posted the roar Pepe LP or something? What's, what's that about? How does that work? Or was it just a joke? Or? who knows who knows I, I, there's something there's some sort of pepe i don't know if it's the real pepe but it's there's some sort of pepe coin on osmosis i think with some crazy roar is it roaring pepe have some outrageous like four digit apr i i think i saw something but i didn't quite understand what it was yeah i got i got no idea <laughs> i was just asking you guys <laughs> let's have a look just now it could well be on osmosis if anyone knows anything about this crazy lp on osmosis um, yeah i'm having a look now come on up i can't see it but um might be on frontier yeah what do you think chubby is pepe going to be a an alliance asset in the future mate <laughs> oh yeah of course it's uh it's, it's a global asset bro it's already it's bigger than alliance but no in, in all seriousness i think um I don't know how you guys could leverage Pepe in terms of like growing what's going on in Cosmos and Alliance and all that stuff. I'm not really following, but I mean, it's pretty obvious in terms of like social engagement and getting eyes on certain things and maybe even getting more buy-in from people who are already in Cosmos who maybe just want to, you know, have a little bit of fun. Um, I seen Polygon launch. Oh, they're not even in, in, they're not even in Cosmos. Never mind. Don't know. There's a lot of Polygon heads in here as well. I mean, there there is something. There's Pepe C slash Osmo and um, pool liquidity. There's five k in there, and the incentives are over two thousand percent APR. But I mean, is is Pepe C? Does that mean like Pepe Cosmos? I don't know. I don't know how legit that is, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The the Pepe tokens just Pepe. Like there's that's the ticker. So maybe it's something else. I don't know. But if there is the two thousand percent APR, like fuck, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, someone should reach out to the Pepe people and get them to uh, sign up for a feather chain when that launches um, from Terra. That could be the way forward. <laughs> I mean, it is insane that that them. Um just the power of memes um essentially all these tokens are made up tokens um and i don't just mean meme tokens i, th I think I, that's what i kind of appreciate about meme coins is like they, they don't pretend to be anything other than what they are but there are a lot of other tokens that 
do pretend to be something else. And it's all just a belief system. But it is, it's just, I just find it all interesting the way um, it's all going down. But I suppose we'll just have to wait and see. Rebel, have you ever, uh, my bad, MB, but Rebel, have you ever thought about, and I'm just going to ask you, just be straight up, have you ever thought about if all this shit is just vaporware? Like, we're literally just wasting our time? That's how I feel sometimes, bro. That's literally how I feel sometimes, bro. I'll be honest with you. It's like, what is all this? Like, we don't, like, (laughs) it literally does not matter. But, like, we're all stuck in, like, a perpetual loop of, of, you know, like, I don't know if we're married to our bags or we've just been here long enough and we're in, you know, we're in positions of power and we've built side chains and all this. But, like, it's just so weird to me, like, you know, just drum up a, a, a side chain and, you know, get some community funds. And it just seems so backwards. I don't know. I feel like... Maybe it'll never end, but I just don't see anything like there's no longevity in this at all. I mean, it's it, it, it's. I think everybody has moments like that where they, yeah, I, I occasionally do, and but I've got to pretend that I'm. It's all worth it um, to my wife anyway. So that I'm doing something useful with my life, but uh, some, something something that I did see, and we shouldn't just bag um, crypto, and, and we'll get this conversation back to alliance in a second but i did see a a post that made the rounds on twitter um it was the uh let me see it was senator kennedy talking about the current u.s banking crisis and he described straight out that you know you know banks are really just you know all ponzi's um it's and i thought that was interesting because you know like end of the day whether it's crypto whether it's banking um it's all based on confidence and and i don't think we should knock or criticize crypto any any more than you know traditional banks because it, it, they're all based on confidence and at some point they you know at some level they, they provide useful services um crypto is early but it's heading in the right direction long term we all believe once it gets to the point where it's you know equivalent or uh, you know, a, a relevant share of global finance like like traditional banking then yeah we're there but um for now it's yeah it's a lot of confidence and sometimes it's hard to believe that it's going to get there it'll get there yeah i think when the time comes we'll we'll get there but i think we'll get there through like pain right through like the traditional system and then we'll see like uh you know bitcoin and gold uh be hoarded and stuff but i don't know how that translates into different chains and like you know ethereum like i was a huge ethereum hater but just through uh through pepe i've like i don't know come to understand it a bit better uh but anything other than those two i mean like what is the bull case or bull thesis to even spend any energy on that sorry guys i know i came here so out of left field <laughs> no not at all not at all but then I, it's, it's the same thing what's, what's the point of anything what's the point of life and I'm just looking around the people in this audience here, and I'm just seeing NFTs. I suppose B-Bands has gone full circle from NFTs to now a face. Here she comes. Get her up. That was it. We always, I mean, yeah, we Facebook, we had our faces, and then we changed to NFTs, and she's gone full circle. What do you have to say for yourself? Hey, B-Bands. Hey, I, I just heard B bands has gone, and then I, I like I was like cycling in. What did you just say about me? What did you say about me? 
No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I, was, I was just, listen, I was just saying, like, we used to, when, when we were the same generation, like, when, when, when we go into Facebook, we all put our faces up there. And then when we got into NFTs, we took our faces down. I don't have put Facebook, NFTs up, And it, yeah, but, but you, you obviously did have, you, you tell me you've never, ever had Facebook. I haven't had Facebook in like, I'm not exaggerating, maybe like seven to 10 years. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying you don't have Facebook now or you do have Facebook now, but like, come on, people our age, we had Facebook. Yeah, but then we grew up and we're like, Facebook is whack. Let's do something else. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, I wanted to come up about what Chubby Baby had to say. Um, and Chubby Baby, we gave you a shout out this week on uh, Bare Bones. Oh, wait, did he leave? Oh, no, he didn't. Okay. No, nah, um, I'm here. I'm here. What, so we gave you a shout, shout out. out We're for? like, we had two hecklers, Chubby Baby and B, come into the show talking about Pepe. And yes, right after the show, it did go up, even though me and a Sabre were, well, we stand by what we said, because what goes up must come down. And it's still 50% down from its all-time high. So we're, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I, mean, I was like bummed out that you weren't there. But um, I about what you have to say, Chubby Baby, I 100% agree with you. Um, this space is exhausting, these new coins and all this, all this stuff is exhausting. And like, what's going to stick in the end? But like, why do we keep coming back? I mean, it's the same thing. We all want to win, right? Like, why do people keep going back, you know, to, you know, learn something or keep going back to go gambling? Like, you want to win, like you want to come up on top. And I think that that's what keeps us you know, we're degenerate gamblers that just want to win. We just, and it, it, whatever way we can win, we want to figure out how we can win. And if we lose a little bit while we're trying to win, I think it doesn't matter to us depending on how we are, you know, using our excess funds or like the funds that aren't going to affect our daily lives. So I don't know. I just feel like we just keep coming back because we want to win. That's all I got, guys. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, this is like is someone going to be holding the bags when the music stops hell yeah i'm st i still have titan i still got my titan bag <laughs> starlight's a titan tree starlight is a titan trillionaire i might just be a titan billionaire though but i mean i held them all the way down to zero we all do it <laughs> good evening and that should have taught us something about stable code. Hey Kyle, how are you? Thanks for coming up. Well, thanks for having me up, and, and happy anniversary to um, all of the survivors. A year ago today, Dystope and I were minting defenders for 180 bucks, and we're a year later, and we're still here. So, yeah, B bands, we do want to win, but I'm only here to see you people. <laughs> like I'm. For three years now, I've been giving my money to VCs, and I live. I live with this this hope that at some point in time, the shit's going to get its stuff together, and we're actually going to see some real returns. Or I'm not going to be so greedy, and I'm going to pull my bags at a reasonable level and walk away with something. So, mm. but then are we carrying we carrying the flag too for you know if if we can get to mass adoption, or if we can get the corruption out of our system. Yeah. I don't know, maybe it's all pipe dreams, but uh, before we went back to anything Cosmos, I, was, I, was, uh, I have been studying the, the, the Pepe revolution and uh, I've, I've been overindulging myself and nonsense that's been going on, but it's, uh, 
but it's like documenting the story of crypto. And uh, I've got a couple of bags of Pepe in different ecosystems, and I'm really interested to see what can develop out of it. You know, like we've seen so much happen in the last three years, but three years that I've been around, you know, I've, I've witnessed a lot and I hear people talk about other events prior to my arrival and I find it fascinating, to be honest. You know, this is the most incredible time to be alive in my lifetime witnessing this technology develop and how it affects, you know, the global situation. I mean, here's, here's this n- nonsense coin that's just reached a billion dollars in market cap. You know, the Australian government re- released their their budget tonight and they're projecting a, a $4 billion surplus. I mean, that's, that's for a country the size of Australia with 27 million people. So it's insane. But fascinating to watch and be part of this, you know, growing ecosystem and be able to tell people, well, it's hard to tell people outside the space what's going on, but you know, one day they may come to us when we're rocking in our chairs and we're, you know, or our brains have turned to mush because we're just fully engaged 75 hours a day and 20, 240 discords and Twitter notifications and Telegram. It's like the brain's starting to melt, but you know, still here. That that was interesting. As as well talking of discords, I finally got into a Discord before Kyle. I was quite quite chuffed with that um, achievement. I I do appreciate appreciate the invite as well. Well done, you. <laughs> Come up, you're welcome, <laughs> sir. Kyle, if you don't if you don't like VCs and you know you're tired of them stealing your bags and pushing these side chains on you, then yeah, man, like that's literally why there's such a big movement behind Pepe is because there is no promises, you know, there's no roadmap, there's none of that stuff. And frankly, that's what's been wrecking people is just like all these this like you guys see what's uh in, what's it, injection INJ? or whatever's going on with that chain, like those are the same VCs that back Terra. Like they're just going to run it back. You know, like my same Korean boy who told me about Terra at 70 cents called me and told me, get an INJ. They're going to run the same playbook and everyone's going to get wrecked again. So, I mean, yeah, man, it's like, it's time to just eat first. And this is the only time it's really happened. And that's why there's so much controversy. It's because all these VCs and big influencers are getting in last instead of getting in first. So everyone's kind of tripping out and Cointelegraph had like a huge FUD space against Pepe and they had lawyers and this and that. So it's like, you know, you had the Dogecoin creator start crying about it. You have people like, it's just uh, like, if, if it wasn't a threat, these guys wouldn't be agitated at all, right? Like they wouldn't care for it. But clearly something huge is going on. You know, Pepe has more trading volume <laughs> some days than uh, like ETH. And, uh, you know, it's like consistently in the top five or 10 in, in trading volume with considerably lower market cap. So something special is definitely going on. And yeah, man, like this is this is how it should be. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I, like we saw the GameStop and the Robin Hood um, event. What was that? Two Christmases ago. And the impact that it had on 
in, in the real world and like maybe there's i mean one one good thing that could come out of all of this i mean i know at the end of the day you know the reality is that somebody's going to be left holding the bag and unfortunately in this space and many others you know for one person to gain somebody else has to lose and i don't you know think that people in later times will come to you know come in realizing that but when you hear the stories of the connections that this is making globally you know the i've been spending a bit of time in those spaces just to get a feel for it you know and immerse myself in in that atmosphere and you know if i can remove personalities from the principles because some of the people you know like no offense to anybody if they're in the Solana ecosystem and this is a generalization but you know i just i don't resonate well with that let's go thing you know it, it doesn't sit with me but if if this pepe thing became a vehicle or an avenue for people to gather this is I was, I, was, I was actually in a space on the Pepe thing today and I, I shared the thing and I forgot to say at the very end, but th- throughout our whole history, we've had people rise in resistance to something. You know, we had the French Revolution or you had William Wallace or you've had certain people, you know, Spartacus, um, Spartacus, Spartacus, I am Spartacus, yeah, through history that have risen up against the tyranny and Nothing's changed. We haven't evolved in 30,000 years. We're just still the same animal that's beating today as it was forever. We're still tribalistic. We've got borders that are bound by a river. You know, humans are kind of backwards in their own creation. But if this was an opportunity to unite people and enough people gathered behind it, who knows what could be created out of it? Just don't... utopian hope i suppose i live with and just um to sort of air around this segment off can you tell us the name kyle of this um meme coin we've been talking about the one in cosmos or the one on eth no the the yeah the one on eth what's it called Pepe. Again? no that's his name but what were you calling it oh i don't know what did i call it I, I want Finn to do a rec clip of you. You said it a couple of times. You've gone, Pepe. Pepe. Better than Pepe. <laughs> right, Brad's got his hand so, up. Brad, yeah. come back. Well, um, yeah, so let's be getting this. This is great, a great conversation and, and uh, always appreciate, um, yeah, like words from Kyle and V-Bands and, and Shabby for sure. But um, look, um, it, it, back on Alliance, which we're, we're here for, and I think we have, um, uh, Prism in the house, um, and of course, Prism's made the the announcement just yesterday or today, which is which is actually for us, anyways, is pretty damn exciting. That um, you know, Prism is planning on integrating the uh, the uh, the Alliance module um, into the new chain, and um, I'd love to hear more about it. If um, I think we've probably got Hyperion here um, from Prism, yeah. you'd like to come up? Yeah, sorry, I'm having some sound issues. Well, while we're waiting to see if Hyperion can sort his sound issues out, he certainly came through loud and clear um, when he did speak. Um, I mean, we were speaking earlier 
about the sort of four bites of the cherry with the C Luna, P Luna LP, which could then be staked, I'm assuming on the Prism chain to earn some staking rewards, and then also staked, or the LP token then staked as an alliance asset on Prism. I, I'd be interested in high period, and maybe you can tell us by emojis if, if speaking is not a, an option for you at the moment, but um, I'll, I'll go with some yes, no questions, which you, it'd be great to have you expand upon. But um, are we talking C Luna, P Luna, or are we talking C Atom, P Atom? Are we talking both of them? Um, what, what, what do you foresee? That's not a yes, no question I'm asking. Are we talking C Luna, P Luna? Sorry, sorry. Apologies for the uh, sound quality. I, 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 I caught the tail end of that. Can you, uh, could you repeat it briefly if possible? Yeah. Oh, I'm coming through on your speaker. Oh, that's that. Yeah. Um, you just sometimes realize you hate the sound of your own voice when it comes through like that. Um, I, yeah. So, so Hyperion, I was, I was asking, like, is it going to be, for example, the first LP on the first Alliance LP on Prism? Will it be C Luna, P Luna, or will it be C Atom, P Atom? I mean, can you tell us any more about your plans? There, there. Of course. So, um, I kind of, uh, I guess, maybe simplified it when we, when we, um, I, I guess, when we went on, uh, when I put it on Twitter. But what we've built is a AMM that allows for multiple assets to be in the same pool. So, for example, you know, if you wanted to have a principal token for. December 2023 and a principal, you know, Luna token or Atom token for 2024, December 2024, then in other protocols that are doing yield splitting, that requires two different liquidity pools. Um, and the assets those are trading against in the liquidity pools, you know, in our example would be, say, C Luna. So there would, so there would be a C Luna, um, a one liquidity pool that was C Luna. P Luna Deck 23 and one liquidity pool that was C Luna, P Luna Deck 24. Now that's like not very capital efficient and doesn't give as much liquidity as if you can create a pool that has both the P Lunas and one C Luna in it. So you have a three asset pool, for example. In reality, for us, it will be as many Luna maturities as there are will all be in one pool. So that means that you're going to get much deeper liquidity. Um, if you're a liquidity provider in that pool, you're going to get a swap, swap uh, and swap fees whenever anyone trades in that liquidity pool, um, rather than them having to choose which pool to trade in. Um, and it also, uh, yes, um, you know, you're not having to spread C Luna across uh, across multiple different pools. So, and it's going to you know mean that there should be much deeper liquidity for assets than uh, there would otherwise be if you had to sort of fragment liquidity across lots of different pools. So um, each pool is yeah, going to consist of the C asset and then all its underlying P assets. So, you know, uh, for those that aren't familiar with present, that means the um, collateral token, which is just, you know, your normal liquid staking derivative, and then all of the underlying principal tokens that um, give you a claim back on that liquid staking derivative after, um, you know, after its maturity. 
And so, yeah, and, and so for people that aren't aware, like, you know, what happens is I, I would deposit my lunar liquid staking derivative into Prism, um, which is called C Luna. And then I would um, say, okay, well, I want to spit my, you know, I want to spit out the yield of that C Luna until December 2023. And so you would deposit your liquid staking derivative and you would be given a lunar principal token and a lunar yield token with the maturity of December 2023. And so, you know, to answer the question that you're saying, what, what we're planning on launching with is Luna, Atom, Osmo, and Osmo LP tokens, and then probably a couple of other larger proof-of-stake assets in um, in different, uh, you know, from different cosmos zones. So, you know, maybe things like injective, if that's interesting enough for people, you know, some of these will be kind of community led, but Osmo Atom, Luna and Osmo LP tokens will be, the, you know, the first kind of definitely the first things that we're trying to launch with. And then the plan is to use the LP token of Osmo Atom and Luna to secure our chain. Um, and so that means we'll be able to, if you're a, if you're a lunar liquid staking derivative now, say, say for example, you hold Stride Lunar or Lunar X or B Lunar or C Lunar or whatever, whatever it is, at the moment, you're, if you hold that asset, you're earning, your, um, you're earning the staking rewards, but you also have a liquid asset. Um, but obviously, you, the liquidity is subject to how much liquidity is in the underlying pool for that asset. So... You know, on Astroport, for example, for some of these assets, you know, including C Luna, there really there really isn't a lot of liquidity at all. So if if lots of people ran for the exit, um, you're you're taking quite a big discount um, to what the price would be. But you're earning you're earning the staking rewards and theoretically have something that's liquid. Um, what this is going to what using the alliance module is going to like supercharge for us is means that you can take your C Luna liquid staking derivative. You can split it into um, some P Lunar as well. So then, and then you can be a liquidity provider on the pool. So you're earning yield with C Lunar. You're earning yield with all the P Lunars because they're effectively zero coupon bonds. So all of your assets in the actual liquidity pool are earning yield. On top of that, every time someone makes a trade in the pool, that's going to earn you some swap fees. Um, and then on top of that, you're then going to be able to take that LP token and use that to help secure Prism's chain. So you're going to earn all these different types of yield that isn't possible at the moment. Like if you're a, you know, say you're a Lunar X, Lunar liquidity provider in Astroport, 50% of your pool isn't earning any yield because you're, you know, 50% of the asset is just normal Lunar that isn't um, a liquid staking derivative. And on top of that, yeah, you're earning, you're earning some swap fees, but not a huge amount because there's not a lot of trading in the pool. And then you're... Um, and then you're also, uh, you know, not able to secure another chain with that at the moment with an Astroport LP token. So the Alliance module um, is a really neat way of being able to being able to do that with the with the LP tokens, and mean that users are going to be able to earn way more yield, um, an organic yield, uh, than than they would otherwise be able to, and the chain's going to have a lot more security. And on top of that. Because the LP tokens are now super attractive, people will um, want to be able to, you know, that means you'll have much deeper liquidity. So kind of win-win situation for users uh, who are getting lots of different types of yield and more yield and a win-win for the chain because you're getting more security and more liquidity. And so we were, we were 
going to build a solution in-house to do this um, before we started talking with the TFL team on the, uh, on the Alliance module. And then we looked heavily at the Alliance module first time around, kind of had um, some thoughts and some feedback, which we passed on about it. And then, you know, and it's, it, it's, now, it's now kind of absolutely perfect for, for what we want to do. So we're really excited to, uh, to use it. Sorry, that was a really long-winded way of answering your question. That, that, that was really interesting information, that, and it brought up a lot of stuff. So, I mean, the PRISM token will be the native token of the PRISM app chain, I'm assuming. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean TBD on exactly what the, um, what the token name is for, for the app chain, but yeah, call it, the, call it the PRISM token for argument's sake. That will be the native token. And then, yeah, what happens with the Alliance module is someone stakes their LP token um, and in the background, it, it mints PRISM tokens. Like in, you know, for White Whale, it would like mint whale tokens. Now, these tokens aren't put into circulation. They're just used to do the accounting for how many staking rewards are paid out to that person. So, yeah, so you would, you would be able to stake your um, PRISM token but you're also able to stake your um, LP token. I mean, yeah, it brings up loads of different... Oh, can I ask? Thank you for muting. Um, it, it brings up lots of questions around potential utility of the, in inverted commas, PRISM token. I, I wonder if you can speak on the, the sort of mechanics of what you've just described were you the originator by yourself do you have like a hotline to anyone who may find it difficult to talk um because they don't they're not enjoying their liberty at the moment or i mean was there a whole team behind this can you sort of drop some alpha bombs on us about where the all these ideas came from no, no, no. I mean, I like we, um, yeah, for us in terms of the ideas on LP tokens, it's just that was kind of something we'd been thinking a lot about in house just because, you know, you're, you're forced to make a choice a lot of the time between what you want to do with your proof of stake asset, you know, stake it or provide liquidity with it, um, or deposit it as collateral to borrow against. And we wanted to, avoid people having to make choices like that where they could do it all in one um so that was why that was why the idea for the lp tokens came through um and then you know it was a happy happy accident the alliance module was built um and then we started i, I started talking with you know relevant people at tfl um and you know about about the possibility of us maybe being able to use it for LP tokens, and the plan the plan for us is we would always end up using um, we would always end up using uh, our LP tokens for that, but our LP tokens would be based on underlying assets like Luna, um, and for, and for us we were never going to use we were never going to use another protocols liquid staking derivatives i think maybe i'd put stuff on twitter about this before because i think i think if you a liquid state 
it gets quite complex, but like a liquid staking derivative of Luna, you can either do it um, at blockchain level, which is what we're doing and what Stride does and what Quicksilver does, where, um, you know, the liquid staking derivative is created by core modules of the blockchain. And that is decentralized and effectively controlled by the validators. Or you can create a liquid staking derivative with smart contracts, which is what, say, Lunar X is or, um, or you know, uh, B-Lunar or um, Amp Lunar, for example. And, the, and these smart contracts um, aren't controlled by governance. They're controlled by multi-sigs normally most of the, most of the time. Um, and so when you're thinking about your chain and how you want to secure your chain, if you have assets that secure your chain that are controlled by smart contracts um, that are controlled by a multi-sig, then the security of your chain is in the hands of the people that control that uh, multi-sig. So for us, we were, we're really excited about the possibility of using things that are built by core modules, which are built into the blockchain, which are controlled by validators and decentralized, because that means the security of the chain is, is, is fully decentralized and uh, not necessarily controlled by multi-sigs. So that was, that was why it became really interesting for us when we realized that we could do this with our LP tokens that we create on our own chain where the underlying asset is um, is uh, is Luna or Atom or Osmo, for example. Sure, and just um, for fairness, I mean Prism back in the day that that was smart contract based. So, so are you saying you exactly? And 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 the current C Luna implementation that's out there at the moment is smart contract based, but that will be um uh, migrated to a uh to a module based uh c luna when the uh, when the protocol launches and wh when well, you do it's launch it's, yeah, sorry it's 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 um it's from personal experience just like from from prison version one that you know we realized it, it, it kind of we want to maximize having a decentralized solution that's properly controlled by governance and, and community and it was imperfect for us in uh in version one where we you know where there was uh multi multi six are can, can be obscure you don't really know who controls it there's no you know it's it's it can be it can be difficult so for us we we want to lean into having as, as, as decentralized as we're able to do it. Smart contracts are super powerful and like we're going to be having a smart contract layer built on top of Prism. Um, but it was only, it, it only becomes an issue if you're starting to use, or for us, it becomes an issue if you're starting to use smart contracts controlled by multi-sigs to secure your chain. So that's why for us, if it becomes a security issue, you know, part of the thing that makes proof of stake so powerful is that it's a decentralized validator set um but if the underlying asset is a uh is a controlled by a, a multi-sig then it's not necessarily your your chain security isn't controlled by a decentralized validator set but anyway sorry i realize that's a bit of a tangent anyway it, i know an interesting tangent i can see chubby throwing up some 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 emojis and um, I, I mean a decentralized validator say i think 
it's, it's a tangent I'm quite happy to to explore. Um, I'll, I'll just throw this out there, and I know there's there's other people up on the stage. Beast Mode's been up for ages and hasn't even said a word yet. Um, so we'll get you up in a minute, sir. Just, I don't know if you need to respond to this Hyperion at this stage, but like tokenomics are vital to this whole idea of a decentralized validator set because without naming names there's people claiming decentralized validator sets when tokens are essentially owned by the team partners vc well maybe not vcs but basically the the team in inverted commas controls more than 50 percent of the tokens therefore the idea of a decentralized validator set okay there's there's 100 validators or whatever 50 validators it almost doesn't really matter how many validators there are the tokens themselves are controlled by the project and therefore the project can decide what the hell happens um much the same way that i mean a multi-sig could could go off and do something nefarious if 50 percent plus of the tokens are controlled by a single entity then I wonder how much more secure that really is. So the, the question would be: the question would be, it will be interesting. I don't know if your tokenomics documents have been for V two have been published yet. Um, but I would, yeah, like, and, and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to accuse Prism of anything here. I'm talking about, I'm just talking in general, shall we say? But yeah, I'd definitely oh, yeah, be interested well, to, see interested your to see your tokenomics. I, I. I... I completely see what you mean, and 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 it's um, it's something it's something at least, and this is this is just my perspective on it. It's something obviously the more time you spend building in DeFi, the more you realise that you know DeFi isn't really decentralised in, in in a lot of cases. I think what's what I like is protocols and blockchains that have a have a clear path to decentralization and a clear business model that leads to decentralization but it's but it is hard it is hard at the start to launch something in an entirely decent in an entirely decentralized way that requires a lot of um maintenance and upkeep from the from the existing from the existing team um and isn't just a you know and isn't just a, a effectively a puppet show created by the team with, um, you know, selected delegations and and the rest of it. So I think it's, I think it's hard to do that, particularly when you're launching something where there's going to be ongoing development and um, features added to the to the protocol and the blockchain. But I think it's an alignment of interest that if the team or um, you know validators uh, own meaningful shares of the network then they're very incentivized to then their, their priorities for the most part always going to be the security of the network once you start involving external teams um where their, their main priority isn't the security of the network then it, then it can become uh, it can become higher risk and for you know for validators we want to make it um we want to make an attractive chain to delegate and to validate on so with we've been um i guess uh you know on on purpose for us we don't want to uh just come out and 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 
commit to tokenomics that are you know miles ahead of launching miles ahead of launching the protocol for us like tokenomics is a is a really fast developing field and something that is so critical to the success of the chain that committing to big tokenomics decisions very early on can can backfire on you because it means that you don't have flexibility and people might be happy that you announce you know xyz group of people are getting you know xyz amount of tokens but really like what people should want is a um a tokenomics that maximizes the value of what they of what they're going to be getting rather than just how many tokens they're going to be getting and so we want to we're taking validator feedback at the moment on our forms about um what is going to you know be attractive for them and there's you know big debates in crypto at the moment about you know real yield um and that kind of thing and i think you know you and i have spoken about this rebel like for me real yields doesn't just mean not having any inflation on your blockchain inflation is just a price in my view is a price you pay to secure your chain um and for those that aren't securing the chain they are losing out in the value of what they have due to due to inflation and for those that are their their value is increasing or staying the same depending on how you look at it and what i think real yield is is building a blockchain that starts creating enough revenue as the flywheel gets going that means that the revenue earned by the blockchain is larger than the inflation so when a, you know when prism launches it might have i don't know 15 20 25% inflation for example you know or or yield but what we really want to get to a stage is, is where like that inflation could potentially come down and the revenue generated by the protocol would be 30 35 40% or something like that so you have a real yield of call it 30% minus 20% so a real yield of 10% and that's that's kind of what we want to create but we want to make it attractive for validators so we can attract the best validators um to the to the network because you know validators uh, you know and I saw this with Terra like validators play such a key role in not only just securing the chain but in loads of value add things that validators can do for the network um and to improve user experience and help build communities so it's it, it's very important for us and that's why tokenomics conversations are you know ongoing and we're looking for people's feedback on it sure i think that's someone else just coming up go black trader yeah i mean sorry i wasn't I wasn't trying to rush you into any sort of tokenomics pledges right now but um yeah just talking in generalities last i'm going to go through telegram and look i'm going to search for every time you said when tokenomics <laughs> That, that was that that was that was before your pledge to um to to look after to look after on prism holders which we absolutely appreciate and like you said it, it, the the number of tokens that that people get is immaterial it's the value of the tokens that we get and and there's a few of us holding Pepe right now and I mean the number of tokens I've got is shitloads the value of the tokens is not shitloads yet but you never know um just keep holding got... on just keep holding on keep hope alive i'm, just... <laughs> I'm holding on to this rocket ship you better believe it we've we've, <laughs> we've 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 had beast mode up for ages beast mode and he's not said a word yet i feel guilty about this do you have anything to add to the the discussion about prism and alliance asset 
Well, I, I don't have a discut um anything of just listening, but like I just wanted to pick it back. It's like, yeah, I, I know we all feel stuck and after we lost everything, I think it's just too mindful, it's just education and and really like everybody in here retweet everybody's you know, I'm always retweeting it. Um new developments from Skeleton Punk. I think it's very important um the outreach to go out there. I mean Stupid money is always going to follow stupid money. And eventually when the bull market comes, the money's going to come to us. And usually people come late to the party, but we are early to the party. And I just want to share that because I've seen so much, you know, change. Um, you know how we were, we were united, then we were broken. Now we're united once again. And I think it's just keeping that focus. And I think that's very important. And um, look at, look at the world war talking, right. The, the line, um, what what is he doing, Ryan, and and how he united us? And look, Prism is back, and I think that's very important. And I think it's like it's not how you fall; it's how you get up. And I think that's definitely like something that we need to um, remember. I mean, I wish I had the money that I had when before the deep peg, and it will be nice right now, especially when I'm I'm building something. And I always remember that. But you know what? The friends that I made here, the the memories and all that, nobody can take that away. So. I know uh, money doesn't bring happiness, but definitely the people around here that I've been around. I, I've tried looking for a different change. I've tried looking at different things. I have not found nothing like this. And, you know, uh, so many people here that are, are survivors and definitely has something to 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 look at it and really see the, the picture. And I mean, if, if you really want to take it to a bigger picture, look at Apple, how many times people said it wasn't going to work. And one of the biggest companies today and i think if we keep that mindset uh we'll eventually get there thanks for your contribution sir yes and it's um a pleasure to know you and yeah be still in the space with people like yourself we've got black trader and zion popped up black trader hey what's up guys i don't have anything to contribute i think that when i logged on it just uh asked me I guess it auto requested. So, and I just hopped on the space. Yeah, yeah. I, but I do th- think that any other protocol, like that, it, or any other uh, Cosmos chain um, that's launching, I think, and especially with the announcement today, I know you guys probably already talked about it because, like I said, I just popped in. But um, I think that idea of like enabling alliance and basically incentivizing the LP pools with like the native chain token um through stake through staking the lp i think it's just a genius idea so i'm really excited about it thanks very much yeah i mean we we are we're super excited to get it out there i mean we have the the it's been, it's you know rebuilding prism this time around has, has been a bit of a monster um monster task just because of the stuff that we learned last time and building a new blockchain with, you know, you can, you can spin up a new blockchain with just using the basic building blocks that are given to you um, in the Cosmos SDK, which is, you know, which is, um, you know, all the standard different modules you need to have a blockchain, like the staking modules and, and those kind of things, you know, for us building loads of, you know, we've needed to build lots of things bespoke to add, what we think are really cool features into the core of the blockchain and so it's it's definitely you know we we want to get it out there as soon as possible but we hope the end product will 
speak for itself and and really we want to create something that you know doesn't have any ponzinomics to it doesn't have any you know where we're not making unfulfilled promises to people you know we want to build a product that people actually want to come and use because the product is really useful and then we want apps to come and build on top of our chain because we want them to actually find you know building on top of y assets and p assets something really unique like like was happening with anchor protocol when people started building on top of the ust yield you know that's what we want apps to kind of build on top of our chain and you know people to start paying for things with y assets and people to start using p assets you know as collateral to borrow and lend and know what their fixed yield's going to be um so that, that, that's what we're doing and you know it it takes longer than we'd hope but i think the end result will you know we're, we're very very excited to get it out there because it's going to be completely different from anything else that's you know that's available at the moment on any chain um not just in cosmos uh i've got a ton of questions i don't know if, if other people have questions but i mean i'm just curious like are there other um projects or protocols that you're partnering with um to deliver some uh things and if so are you at liberty to speak to about any of them yeah i mean we are so we can't say we can't say too much at the moment, but yeah, like we, we're talking with lots of different other, um, you know, uh, Cosmos kind of based, um, you know, chains, apps, providers, you know, infra providers, etc. So, um, so we will have some. We have we haven't been, you know, truth be told, we've been very heads down building, and we reallocated most of our resources towards engineering so that we can you know build product first and then then we obviously really need to work on you know marketing and communication and and you know the community that's that's been waiting around for a year as well um and so the, that's just uh bear market things where we've you know you have to be careful about where you allocate your resources and so and you know the product needs to get built first and foremost and then we you know hopefully we can allocate more elsewhere and then you know, so we so we have been, you know, we have, I probably have like five, six calls a week with different other um, projects or chains about potential about collaborations, um, and so there, there's definitely some exciting uh, stuff to announce when when the when the time is right. Um, but yeah, we haven't, uh, you know, we'll probably put up a ecosystem page and, and start flagging all the kind of like partnerships and opportunities that there are and i think also we have um you know i've put together a big document of lots of different types of protocols that i think can be built on top of p assets and y assets and so i think uh, in fairly short order i guess we'll be we'll be publishing that um and that's that's really an invitation for people that want to come and build those um you know we will we will help them and support them to do that because we think there's some really unique things that can be built on top of prism um and there are so many things that can be built on top of prism that you know we don't have the bandwidth internally as a team to build you know to build 20 different dApps so we'd love to give that opportunity and support to people that want to come and build on uh, on prism because you'll be able to do everything on prism that you can do on other blockchains like you know, say Juno or Neutron or, you know, some, some of the more general purpose that, uh, blockchains. Um, but then you're going to have these added features, uh, 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 you know, 
built into the core of the chain regarding yield splitting and you know, principal tokens that um, we think should launch lots of interesting, interesting and novel concepts. I hope that, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, yeah, it does. No, I mean, there's just a whole slew of possibilities and it's really exciting to kind of think about kind of those things. Are you guys, my, another question that I had was like, are you guys gonna, you know, the AMP thing, you know, that AMP idea, is that uh, uh, gonna be brought back with this kind of next evolution of PRISM or is that kind of an old outdated thing and not really have a place in the in uh, the future of PRISM? Yeah, the future of PRISM. Yeah, it's a good question. I um, it holds a very special place in my heart, and uh, and I think a lot of the community's heart. And um, <laughs> people are missing missing their daily dose of confetti. We, <laughs> what, we like want to I forgot about, the I forgot about the confetti. We, uh, we want to build something um, like that, but I think I think. Um, when we launch, similar to V1, when we launch, we, we are unlikely to have something like that. Um, but I think then we, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely something we'd look to add um, once, we've, once we've launched the chain. I mean, at the moment we have, we want to prioritize getting things live so that people can, can split their yield. And then I think, you know, whether we have a farming event or something similar where there's, where there's amping, um, I think is... Uh, you know, I think is uh, yeah, would be really would be really cool to do again. And I think also like, you know, one of the reasons one of the reasons we set up the amps thing in the end um, was because people were depositing Y Luna and uh, and then getting um, and then getting Prism tokens. And so some people were just splitting up their Luna into P Luna and Y Luna, keeping their P Luna, and then using their Y Luna to farm Prism tokens. So in that situation, you're not taking any um, impermanent loss risk, like your Luna, you know, you can join your Y and P back at any point in time. So if you're not taking a permanent loss risk, you're effectively just single-sided farming with no IL risk and the tokens you get, you might be more inclined to sell, dump, take profits, whatever you want to call it. Um, and so we wanted to set up an amping mechanism to obviously incentivize people to hold on to what they were farming because, you know, single-sided farming just seemed like a bit of a, a bit high risk. It didn't, we didn't really, uh, we probably should have thought a bit harder and then we would have realized that UST was basically just single-sided UST farming and it was exactly the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> we probably wouldn't have held so... <laughs> Held all our treasury in UST, um, but that was that was kind of like why we created AMPs, and I think this time round, um, you know, it's slightly different dynamics because the Prism token is going to be used to secure the chain, and the Prism token is going to be earning yield, and you're going to, you know, get your LP tokens. But at the, at the same time, like if you're um, an LP token holder securing the chain here, you're going to be able to secure the chain effectively with no Prism token. So if you're in the you know C Luna P Luna liquidity pool, you can state your LP token and secure the chain. Um, you know we want to make sure that the Prism token has enough utility that you're incentivized to hold um, hold the Prism token. And we think we we think we there's a lot of interesting levers to pull on to do that. Um, so it's not to, it's not to rule out something with a similar structure to that. And also. 
I, f- I feel like we should launch with some sort of confetti button somewhere. So uh, you gotta put so some, some kind of confetti some, in there. Hey, I got one more question, and I know Chubby Baby's impatiently waiting with a question, so I'll throw this out there because I gotta leave soon. But what? I, I, so I really wasn't really aware of Pendo before. Um, before you guys, you guys were the first thing that brought you know. Um, this idea of splitting the yield and the principal uh, to my attention. But since then, I've been following Penda a little bit more. And I guess my question is, like, how closely are you following what they're doing and the growth of their protocol? What things do you see that they have done that you guys are going to, like, copy? Uh, What things do you see that they have done or are doing that you guys think you guys, like, might be able to improve on? I'm just curious kind of your thoughts on that. Yeah, I'd say um, I'd say very closely, like following what all the yield splitting protocols are doing. So you know, Pendle, Element, um, APY, Notional, you know, fixed rate and yield protocols. So I spend a lot of time researching them as well. Um, I think it's you know we we were really interested by Pendle's new um, AMM. Uh, we spent a lot of time on it to try and work out the, the, the relative pros and cons um, and see whether there was anything we could learn for it for ours. Because I think one of the biggest issues facing these, you know, or, or not issues, but one of the you know, challenges facing yield splitting protocols is to do with providing liquidity for the assets and not having f- fragmented low liquidity pools where people can split out their yield, but then they can't trade the yield token. So it kind of becomes pointless for them. Um, so we were interested to see whether Pendle, their AMM had solved this and also how much um, price discovery it allowed. So I think, you know, that for us after research, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, it wasn't something for us. And because we're building our own blockchain, we can build an AMM into the core of our blockchain that is going to have multi assets, um, and and also where users aren't going to have to you know, in Pendle for example, if you have a if you have you know call it just for argument's sake, say Lunar again, you have C Lunar and P Lunar December twenty three, then you have that thing I was talking about before where you have another liquidity pool that's C Lunar, P Lunar December two thousand twenty four. So you've got two liquidity pools and you're kind of fragmented liquidity across both of them and when you get to december 2023 your effectively your p lunar token has expired so no one's going to be trading on that pool so you then have to manually remove your liquidity and put it into another pool um so these were the the sort of issues we were trying to solve for with our amm and we're going to be publishing a a full panel and then the other what i would say i think pendle have done an amazing job recently of is educating people like explaining to people really interesting strategies that they can do breaking it down into into simple terms for people so i think for us that's you know that's something that we really want to yield spinning can seem confusing but i think um they've done a really good job of breaking it down into its education they've done they've produced some really good content um that they have some good educational docs so i think that's definitely something that uh that, that we would you know we would like to be able to do as well um so yeah so we so we do we definitely follow the space really thanks I mean, 
I'm boring with something interest rate derivative. No, let's, let's, background. let's get Sorry. Chubby baby, thank you for your patience. Yeah, yeah, all good, guys. Just quick, quick question uh, for Prism. Um, do you are you guys the registered company anywhere? Like, <laughs> but um, sorry, but is uh, in what I guess like what's the I, I guess like uh, what's the question geared towards you asking? Like, yeah, but yeah, I mean it's um, you know, we we follow proper procedures. If that's if that's what you're asking, or. No, no, just because it's not, just, you know, everything going on legally, right? Like the landscape and uh, sorry, there's feedback. Yeah, so the whole the whole landscape, I'm sure, you know, everything going on with like unregistered securities. And it sounds like there's some expectation for PRISM holders to uh, get some sort of movement on this token based on the efforts of the prison team. So I'm just asking if you guys are a registered company. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously, you know, the legal landscape on all of this stuff is uh, is pretty fast moving. So, you know, for us, I think as well, like, you know, we think it's the wrong way to look at it for the community to think this. Or, or it's a simple question, brother. I, I'm not. Yeah. Sorry, you're you're asking if I don't really understand. You're asking if we have a company. Is what you're is literally what you're asking me, or you or you asking a wider. Um, unregistered securities and the legal landscape or I'm not, I'm not really sure what you're asking yeah no that that's exactly what i was asking yeah just because it sounds like uh you know i'm not going to say it but it does sound like one so how are prism holders protected and and how are you guys protected would it pr- protected from what though that's what i don't that's what i don't really understand you're uh you know that that's in the de- in decentralized finance like you buy a token. You don't have a claim against a, uh, a. It's not. It's not like you're buying shares in a, in a company or something like that. You're buying a token in a de- decentralized protocol. Chubbs, you're muted again. Yeah, it, I know. I know. It's just uh, like, <laughs> it's just funny, bro. All right, no problem, Prism. No problem. You know, you're talking about marketing and like you know products and stuff like that. So like, you know, like, like just wondering how how our Prism holders. Like you're not susceptible to not being targeted by anyone to get sued. Like if you're promising uh, your team's actions delivering value to holders, like I'm, I'm just asking you, how are you guys protecting yourselves from from anything? Like you're you're just saying it's decentralized. Like it's absolutely not decentralized. So uh, same goes with anyone else who's been in in this position and you know maybe being sued by the SEC. So what's what's different here? So I mean, basically, why is it, why does anyone build anything in DeFi at the moment if it's not decentralized? And um, that's a bigger question that I'm I'm confused I'm about too. But I'm just too, specifically I'm asking, about asking about prison. I mean, I, I, this is it seems it seems like it's this is kind of like an off-topic conversation to have about securities. Like the space is about the alliance. I mean, this is the alliance module. All right, that says it all, bro. Like, you know, can't answer, no problem. Can't answer, no problem. And um, if I could just jump, jump in here, and I did have a question, so Hyperion, um, that's, I mean, before you described, um, yeah, the um, the way you're using Alliance on on the new prison chain, it's like obviously, yeah, 
yeah, very compelling. It's um, I think it's going to make a huge splash in the in this space. Actually, um, yields, you know, on top of yields, used on the domestic chain, you know, the Prism chain. But um, yeah, have you thought um, or had time to think, um, you know, about um, the possibilities for you know, cross-chain applications for Alliance as well through Alliance as well uh, with Prism chain cooperating with other chains? Yeah, I mean, definitely think that's like. Um... As in, as in, there's also there's another module coming in um, by the uh, iCollision team called the liquid staking module. So you could theoretically you could almost end up with a situation where someone takes their LP token, then stakes their LP token to secure Prism chain, then gets issued a staking derivative from this liquid staking module based on that and then they could then use that you know in other chains so you're almost earning yield on yield and yield on yield so it uh i do think it'll be interesting to see kind of what what more stuff comes out but i think you know we looked at interchain security um we looked at mesh security and we looked at alliance and alliance just fit all the you know fit all the requirements for us in terms of in terms of what we want to do and i think these you know and i think it's it, it gives a great experience for users like we'll see what happens when neutron launches at the moment but i think it's you know something like 20 percent of the actual underlying yield from the from the chain is going to validate it so it won't necessarily be super exciting for for them whereas i think maybe something like um you know the the alliance module i think is you know super interesting and as more chains enable it um i'm sure there'll be definitely some interesting collaboration opportunities absolutely i think that number's more like 25 percent, if i recall from a recent space i heard on neutron so that's yeah it's quite it's quite a, a commitment from a chain to uh, uh to exchange um security you know your validator set for for security but um uh, yeah, I mean, um, what you're saying, yeah, it's, it's definitely, definitely very exciting for yeah for Alliance, um, and really looking forward to seeing Prism um, launch. I wonder if there's any any time time frame or timeline that you can share with us on that. Yeah, we are um, we have audit starting in literally a couple of weeks, and so uh, once we're in that. Um, then we'll make the necessary changes or tweaks that the audit suggests if there are any. Um, and then we're hoping to launch a test net um, after that. So hopefully, hopefully we're talking test net in, you know, maybe six, six weeks, eight weeks, something like that. Um, and then, you know, chain launch very, very shortly after that, assuming, assuming a good test net. And we want to give people the opportunity to play around with Prism before it goes live because there there will be we're main net launches we think there'll be some really you know we want to create some really exciting opportunities for people so we want to give them an opportunity to mess around on test net so that they're ready for it when it uh, when it goes live and with that having been said i i have to go but i very very much appreciate the time and uh orbital inviting me on the on the on the uh on the spaces and yeah look, definitely really excited about the alliance module um and, and and flexing what it can do so uh 
you know, excited to, excited to be the first, hopefully, to to do it with LP tokens. And I'm sure there'll be lots of other interesting use cases that come out of it as well. So thanks very much, guys. We're excited to come in. Appreciate it. How about mobile? Are you creating anything on the mobile end instead of just like desktop? I know. Last question. And he's gone. Oh, um, man. Well, I, I, th- I think what we need to do is, well, I mean, that, that was a bit of a crossover alliance, Prismy. Um, we will certainly have a sort of proper prism base in hopefully not too distant future once we can sort of get Hyperion on to talk more about that. It's as far as Alliance is concerned, I think it's really exciting that there are different implementations and different visions on different chains. So for example, Megaloo's got the, the AMP Luna, B Luna, which I think was was a great first implementation in the sense that it would have been quite confusing, I think, if they were sort of wanting to do LP tokens as the, the first alliance asset. So I, I think this has helped us, or White Whale have helped us get our heads around um, alliance to a certain extent. But then it sounds really exciting what, what Prism want to do in the sense that they're not wanting to bring foreign assets into Prism. They're literally using assets on Prism to then secure the chain using these LP tokens. So I think that's going to be really exciting as well. Um, we've got Zion up. Did you want to add anything this evening? No, no, I was just listening in. I think this was, uh, I, I joined late, but I think it was a, a good space. I mean, we certainly covered a lot of ground. It was, it was a bit disjointed, I feel. We started off with Alliance, then we started talking about meme coins, and then we went back to Alliance with Prism, and then we started talking about Prism. And yeah, it, it went on for a little while. It was, it was, there were some, definitely some interesting topics covered. Um, personally, I would like to keep these Alliance hours more focused on Alliance, different Alliance implementations, different Alliance ideas, um, because that just is the way my brain works. Um, but uh, yeah, you, like you said, it was, it, was, it was a good space, I think, overall. And thank you for everyone who came up and contributed. MB, do you want to say anything before we shut this thing down? No, I just round, wanted to round it out with a with a comment. I found it refreshing that um, Hyperion had um, you know compared you know um, ICS interchain security and mesh, and you know identified the you know differentiated between it with Alliance. And I think that's important uh, getting that message out um, that you know, Alliance is different from the secular's other two options which are really all about security um, and alliance is about economic growth so differentiating those is important and i think yeah he said that that's definitely the conclusion that they had and something that they've gone ahead and implemented so hopefully we can see that um yeah same conclusion and understanding reached in other chains too yeah i mean most definitely i i think the whole way that prism is structured around like splitting assets and yield um that that just seems like a perfect fit for alliance, which is about economic relationships as opposed to ICS, which is more of the sort of security implementation. Um, yeah, so thank you everyone for being here. It was it was nice what Beast Mode was saying about um, the friends we're making in Web three. You can see Keeks here, Straylight, Dogpipes, four seven one nine. Everyone else that's in this space, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Um, hopefully we'll get you up on oh, Kyle as well um, 
yeah, come up to the stage, tell us what you think. Next time, we're going to do these Alliance Hours hopefully every week on a Tuesday slash, yeah, basically on a Tuesday. So hopefully see you again. Thank you all. Good night. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was The Alliance Hour, hosted by Rebel DeFi with Orbital Command. Recorded on Tuesday, May 9th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to find one spot with all the Orbital Command spaces, head over to OCSpaces.org. It'll take you right there. in like Taoism there's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something the more like the opposite of what you want like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen there's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something the more like the opposite of what you want inevitably it kind of starts to happen tripping on the bird app listening to nerds laugh wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed it's like everybody's holding heavy bags in web 3 that's why they can't fly they just drowning in the bird bath fishing for some dry powder watch how we ignite the tower blowing up their bank accounts forgetting how to fight the power y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes they preaching open sauce but don't listen to the code and now it's mutiny community uprise there's no more humility futility plus size motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles motherfucking west side shit needle and noose sticking with my armory yam beta and bruce repping psychedelic artistry believing the truth like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue gm fam really worth all the effort is it really worth all the fighting Drama. And the answer, I think, is a clear doubt. They started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust, this shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile over here rewiring features More critical thinking, less knee jerk More evolution, less shit Preachers pretending to be teachers Y'all just predatory leeches I mean please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rap fucks Sucking up the cheddar, the recipe is two steps Rinse and repeat, now we all in your butts And we bring in receipts GM fam, have a seat If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you It would be like, don't have, don't, don't have to take a side on it Just say like, is it, is it really worth this war of attrition? It might cost, it might cost us, us a lot more than what can be gained game. by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Ten spaces.